Okay, we're going to begin. This is a story called FJK 140 and the Lady Driver. This is Wonderbun's story, number four. Taken from It's a Rum Life, book three, Ivy House Tales, 1970 to 1984. The Lady Driver. As time went on, we managed to get more work for the lorries and I needed relief drivers. Log books were becoming a thing of the past and drivers' working hours were under stricter control. I needed to find a replacement driver for this particular journey as my driver's hours for the day were all used up. The, the relief driver was a girl, or rather, young lady. Female HGV drivers were thin on the ground in the early 1970s. The lorry was off to Brighton Wholesale Market with potatoes, leaving home at about 1am or so. The young lady only managed 10 miles or so and the lorry stopped on the outskirts of Boston. I got a phone call uh, and <laughs> went out with my tools to see what was wrong. On lifting the engine cover, it was easy to see the problem. The throttle spring had broken and only needed a replacement. Half an hour or so and she was on her way again. I might add at this point that the rest of her journey was uneventful and she duly arrived back at base later the same morning. It was me who was to encounter a further incident, being watched. It was almost 2am by this time and I began my journey home. To make the story easier to follow, I must explain that to get to the breakdown I'd borrowed my wife's car, a Renault 4L. This was a curious little five-door estate car, very light with a nippy four-cylinder petrol engine. It was originally marketed by Renault in the mid-1960s as a utility vehicle to go anywhere. It had a four-wheel independent torsion bar suspension and the whole rear seat assembly could be taken out in a jiffy, leaving a large load space. It could cross ploughed fields and went round corners on rails. On leaving Boston, I headed home to New Bolingbroke down the Horncastle Road, just out of the town by what is now the local golf course. I had the choice of two routes. The main road, down the right-hand side of a large land drain, or the more minor route to the left of the drain and a little bit shorter. A geographical illustration of the area would help here. Land drains in Lincolnshire are like small rivers, but do not flow the same. Lincolnshire close to the coast, being flat and largely below the level of the sea, has a mechanical drainage system. The whole of the flat part of the county is criss-crossed by big drains and dikes. Dikes run down the edges of all fields and roads and they feed into the bigger drains. Some drains are up to 50 to 100 feet across and 30 feet deep from the side of the road. The drains eventually end up at the nearest exit to the sea where there are huge mechanical pumping stations capable of ejecting water over the sea walls into the salt and thereby preventing any of the flatlands becoming flooded. My chosen route home was the minor road to the left down the very edge of the 100 foot wide drain. It was very dark 
and I wanted to get home and back to bed. The 4L only had an 8 horsepower motor, but I was not going slowly. What could be behind? Proceeding quickly down the bankside, in my rear view mirror I could see lights of a vehicle on the road behind. He was faster than me and catching quickly. It was just after 2am. About two miles or so down this bankside, the road takes an acute left turn, following a secondary but equally large land drain at a junction where the two drains join. The road turns a very abrupt 90 degrees with no warning. If the 90 degrees is not negotiated, there is no alternative but entering the drain immediately in front, down a very street, steep 30 feet embankment and into very deep water. There are no warning signs, as it is truly a very minor road for use by local traffic. Hmm, I thought, wonder just how well this other chap knows this road. I kept my foot on the throttle knowing the front-wheel drive 4L has no equal when taking a corner at speed. I dipped my headlights and disappeared from the view of the car behind. I negotiated another couple of bends, crossed over the drain at the next bridge and began the last lap home down a road that runs straight for seven miles into my own village. Lights soon appeared behind and caught me quite quickly. The middle one was blue. I stopped and the constable got out. You know these roads quite well, don't you, sir? He began. He was quite new to the area and didn't. Evidently, he managed to prevent himself diking the police car only at the last moment as he arrived at that sharp corner. He was not amused. He and his colleague had been watching with interest my efforts with repairing the lorry and were curious about the female driver. It took me a full ten minutes to explain and satisfy their curiosity. In the nicest possible way I had to emphasise that as they were catching me rapidly down that first minor straight road I had no way of knowing who they were and it was 2am. There we are, that's the end of that little story. Brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. More stories for you to read. Keith Sanders is the storyman.wordpress.com. Lots more free audio stories on this Buzzsprout site. There are lots of videos to watch on Keith Sanders, the short storyman, on YouTube, including heavy horse videos. And there's a shop. All the stories you listen to or read are compiled in book form and you can buy the books. They're not expensive, They're downloadable on the internet. Um, have a look at the shop. Richard Keith Sanders dot sells, S-E-L-Z dot com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>